Fantasy Focus Baseball Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tristan Cockroft and Eric Arabell. Hi there, and welcome to the Fantasy Focus Baseball Podcast for Monday, June 28th, 2021. I am Eric Carabell, and joining me today is Daniel Dopp, our producer. The Fantasy Focus Baseball is presented by LinkedIn Jobs. And I'm going to be riding solo today, talking lots of baseball because this is the best sport. Football's right there with it, Daniel. But baseball, I think, is an awesome sport. It's been an awesome first half of the season so far. And Daniel, I know you don't like really follow baseball that much, so you know we'll just kind of bring you in once in a while when we're talking about you know Cam Newton or Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Thank that you. Like a plan. Yeah. Thank you for producing today, Daniel Kyle Sapi, with a, a well-deserved vacation. Same with Tristan H. Cockcroft, but I never take a vacation. All right. So much negativity in the first half of the baseball season, but let's turn positive now. Some unbelievable stories, and we saw it this weekend where Shohei Otani just continues to do some incredible things, and I wrote about this in my blog today. All right, I am past the time now where I'm going to say that Shohei Otani is a risk for injury. He, he's pitching at least once a week. His hitting numbers are unbelievable. I mean, this is like, not only is this guy pitching great, but he has 25 home runs and 11 stolen bases. He's top five on our player radar, uh, and he would be in the top 10, even if not for the pitching. I do no longer think that Shohei Otani is going to get hurt. I, I root for, and we're all root for positivity here. We want these guys on the field. So it's great when Otani and, and Tatis is on the field, despite the shoulder injury. And Jacob deGrom has had a couple of things going on this season. What positive stories we have in baseball today. And we should try to highlight that. And on our last show with Tristan and I, we talked about the top prospect in baseball, Wander Franco, being promoted from the Tampa Bay Rays and what awesome numbers he would put up. And he's struggling a little bit. And I think anybody who's 20 years old would be struggling a little bit. I mean, I can't even imagine what I was doing when I was 20. I'm sure Daniel cannot as well. And here's a kid who's trying to hit 100 mile per hour fastballs and learn shortstop in his first week in the major leagues. So Franco is not off to a great start so far. He's still the most added player in ESPN leagues. He's up to 87.7% rostered, uh, and he was at like 10% like 10 days ago. It's an unbelievable story. If you've got Wander Franco on your fantasy baseball team, keep him there. You may want to bench him this week. I would not. I would leave him active for this week if you're listening before uh, the weekly lockdown a little bit later on Monday afternoon. I think he's going to hit. He's going to steal bases. He's going to be in the majors for a long time. He's a generational talent. And maybe in the next week or so, they will promote Vidal Brujan, the young second baseman as well, to make what a young, great infield that will be. Wander Franco is going to be a great story. And I still think Jared Kalanick is going to be a great story as well. The Seattle Mariners outfitter who's killing it right now at AAA Tacoma. Um, he's in the minor leagues after he struggled in the majors. But again, you know, Mike Trout didn't exactly star in his first shot in the major leagues. He starred and he won the rookie of the year in his second season, but that's just kind of semantics there. He struggled initially. So give these guys a little bit of a chance. Do not drop them off your teams if you need to bench them. So be it doing that. Taking a look at the most added players of the past week or so in ESPN leagues, Jake Odorizzi of Houston, who they're being really careful with on pitch count. I would add him. Uh, they have a nice schedule this week. Ross Stripling of Toronto just had his two starts. Kyle Schwarber is unbelievable right now. Among the home run leaders, uh, he's not available in many leagues, but he was a week ago, which tells you that 
a guy with power who's struggling a little bit. Something changes. Washington moves Schwarber to lead off and now looking at him. And Miles Straw of Houston, if you need stolen bases, and in a rotor league, you probably do. Miles Straw, I think he led off in one game over the weekend, stole a few bases. He's good. He's fast. He's their center fielder. Uh, the most dropped players, we told you Patrick Wisdom would be on that list. He is. A couple injury guys, Justin Upton of the Angels, Lucas Sims of Cincinnati. We'll get to the closers a little bit later in the show. Um, it was a great weekend for baseball and for fantasy baseball as well. And you're going to see a lot about the all-star game coming up because I think in the next couple of days, uh, the all-star finalists have been already been announced and they're going to announce the starters. This really doesn't pertain so much to fantasy, but it just tells you who's having a great season and who's deserving. So it's kind of cool. You should be voting for the all-stars to see what happens there. Uh, let's move on here. Cause I want to get to a lot of things. Um, all right, we'll do the combo meals first. Um, Tristan usually sings this. I don't really want to sing it all that much. These players were making moves earlier this week and making moves is brought to you by LinkedIn jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to linkedin.com slash sports. Daniel, I know you're a big uh, music aficionado and I am too. And I don't know if you've listened to some of our recent shows, but uh, we, we Tristan sings because we don't have access to the drops because we're not sure. in the office. And, sure. um, so like he does like this combo meal song. Hey, it's a combo meal, a home run and steal, which by the way, your buddy, Matthew, and Nate did when they were back in the day hosting the fantasy focused baseball. They, these guys were the, you know, the godfathers and Tristan and I are just happy to pick up the torch a few years ago oh, for fantasy please, baseball. Please. No, they, they had this show and I was actually hosting the regular uh, baseball podcast, as you remember at ESPN yep, and Buster took that over and Buster only does a great job. You should listen to that. Our friend Davey Schoenfield's on that quite a bit. Um, but anyway, um, combo meals is a home run and a steal. And, and it's pretty inventive, creative what they did. Here are the five guys that did it since our last show. Uh, Eddie Rosario, who's having a weird season, more speed than power, but he'll get there. Dansby Swanson of Atlanta, not getting on base, but he's got he's going to hit 25 home runs. Trevor Story of Colorado. Uh, the story there will be w- when he gets traded in July, July um, to somebody else that doesn't have Denver's Coors Field as a home. So that will affect his, his statistics. Paul DeYoung of, um, of St. Louis. And Shohei Otani, of course, had a, a combo meal this weekend. Just kind of an unbelievable player with what he's doing. And uh, I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon there, Shohei Otani. Arguably the best player in fantasy baseball. Arguably the fantasy MVP, along with Vlad and Tatis and a bunch of others. And I believe Daniel now is going to let me take a drink of water and he's going to play a song. So, Daniel, get to that. Hey, it's a combo meal. A home run and a steal. <laughs> In a folksy kind of way, like a country yeah. folksy kind of way. Little Dil- little Dylan-esque. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's just, let's try and strip it down a little bit, you know, get to the heart of the matter. Uh, oh, oh, well, we could do that too with Don Henley if you'd like. Um, the heart Ooh, of the matter is no Oh, I love that. Eric, this is why I love doing shows with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles are my favorite band, by the way. I never asked you, Daniel, what's your favorite band? Like, you listen to more like newer progressive music you're a lot younger than i am but my my favorite music you know is 70s eagles zeppelin you know stones the police when they came late 70s the genesis the old like the middle genesis not the peter gabriel but not the you know the mtv like the middle like duke and abacab that's my genesis um your favorite music what is it uh my favorite band is a band called uh, or it's an artist called david bazan or pedro the lion uh he's always kind of been my favorite he's been around for a long time however I grew up on the same classic rock that you're talking about. And if I had to pick a favorite classic rock band, 
much to so many people's chagrin, it would probably be the Eagles because that's what my mom and dad both loved. I've watched the Eagles documentary, like the Showtime documentary. Oh, I love like it. Like three yes. or four times. It's so good. So good. Rare honesty. You know, like when a band is that honest. Yeah. Uh, you know, what was it they say when they finally broke up? It was a, a wonderful, re- like a, a horrible relief, right? Was yeah. those the words? Yeah. And, you know, like, hey, do what, do what makes you happy in life. Eagles couldn't stay together, but then hell froze over and they did some shows. And then they, awesome. and they get back together. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Glenn Fry's son. Anyway, this has nothing to do with fantasy baseball, but so I get to though. do a show with Daniel and yeah. I never get to do that. And you should listen to the fantasy focus <laughs> football podcast with Daniel and Matthew and field and clay and Stefania. And how often does that show come about now in the off season? Right now in the off season, we're doing once a week. And then once we get to August 2nd, we're going to go back to being a daily podcast. So you can get your NFL fix, uh, all your fantasy stuff then starting in August. Sounds good. Uh, now it's time for the closer carousel. And, uh, usually this is Phillies based again. It's a song, Daniel. I don't know what kind of song you, you would have here for the closer carousel, but grab that guitar. And I'm trying to think what song has like a carousel in it. Maybe something Hendrix, like, you know, like something a little bit harder. Could you do that? Or you want to be a little folksy here? Well, right? I don't know. A little, a little harder. I, well, I can't play stuff that like actually is real things. You know what I mean? We'll get in trouble. You'll get. Oh, right. right. Yeah. There's rules. Yeah. We don't really yeah. like, we follow rules on this show. Um, all right. Well, I can just a little closer carousel. I can lead you in. Like it's the closer carousel. <laughs> okay. I, now, no, now we're getting a little weird. I don't know. Um, all right. Well, anyway, here's the closers that have been in the news and the Phillies blew like 15 saves this weekend at City Field. So they're always in the news. You just want to know who's going to get the saves for my favorite team, the Phillies this week. And it appears like Jose Alvarado, the wild lefty is first in line. Although I think Archie Bradley is probably going to get just as many saves if they have save chances. If you've got Hector Neris in an ESPN standard league, I would move on from Hector Neris because he is Hector Neris and he blows a lot of saves. Um, other teams here have no Kendall Graveman of those Seattle Mariners got a couple saves. He looks like the guy again. You're going to want him on your fantasy teams. Um, Toronto's going with Jordan Romano. He seems safe in the role. Sorry, Kyle. Tyler Chatwood is not going to be the guy there. Liam Hendricks is giving up a disturbing number of home runs. And at some point this may catch up to him, but his manager is going to stick with him through thick and thin. It's going to be like the Dodgers. Liam Hendricks can pitch like Kenley Jansen of the Dodgers and still keep his job, even if he struggles. Although Jansen's pitching fine. It's just when you give up a lot of home runs and you're a closer, that's bad. Uh, Cincinnati's going with Amir Garrett. Pick him up. Let me check the most added drop list for closers in ESPN standard leagues here and see. Um, if it, So Jordan Romano, number one, Alvarado, two among closers. Amir Garrett, number three there. The rest of the top closers on the added list are basically starting pitchers. Um, with relief eligibility, Flexen, Zach Thompson, James Caprelli in there. Um, Brad Brock, you don't want to add him of Cincinnati. I don't think he's going to get a lot of saves. And Will Smith's still available. Not the Will Smith who sings songs, uh, the rapper from Philadelphia, but Will Smith, the Atlanta relief pitcher. Um, not the Fresh Prince. You know, this this Smith is a lefty for Atlanta. It's a little different guy. Um, <laughs> Will Smith's a really nice guy. Have you met Will Smith? I have not met Will Smith. He seems really? like a nice guy, though. He seems like very down to earth. Very nice fella, beautiful family, you know, movies and rapping from, you know, Philadelphia there anyway. Um, what are we going to do now? Okay, so no trivia today because I'm the only one that could answer it. So let's just go through the schedule here. It's a little bit of a different show, but we hope you enjoy it anyway. Um, whoa, 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 so whoa, whoa, Monday whoa, wait, schedule. Wait a second. I got yeah. trivia for you. You you brought I got, trivia. I got okay. brought trivia for you. All right, I, I grew up. Yes. I grew up watching baseball, right? Okay. What are you a fan of? I was a Tigers fan. I was a Tigers fan. Are you still a Tiger? Or are you from Detroit? Are you still a Tigers still, fan? Yeah. 
yeah, we just haven't been good for a real long time. I, I'm a fan of all four. Listen, Eric, this is one of those things. As you become an adult, right? Like I love all four Detroit sports. I was very blessed that my state had all four major sports and my fandom was kind of chosen for me. Or, or blessed or not blessed based on how you want to look at it. Uh, but I grew up watching Cecil Fielder and Alan Trammell and Lou Whitaker and Tony Phillips. And my trivia question for you is what position did Mickey Tettleton play for the Detroit Tigers when I was five years old? <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think I know the answer to that because I'm older than you and I had Mickey Tettleton on a fantasy baseball team. <laughs> so, did you really? Yes. Yeah, so I, I, I think I can catch the answer to this question. Oh, um, but I think you. You, you did a good job there. But you make a good point because Chris and I have been talking about this a lot on recent shows because I'm a Philadelphia fan. You know that. And Philadelphia sports are going through kind of a rough time right now. Yeah. 76ers are supposed to do better in the playoffs. They didn't. One of their guys just refused to, to shoot. The Phillies are terrible right now flyers missed the playoffs when every team made it i mean there's a team in the stanley cup finals that had the same record as the flyers and they made mm-hmm. it and the flyers couldn't even make the playoffs and then the eagles last year you know things didn't go so well there carson wentz is no longer there bad mouth the team so they're probably not going to make the super bowl this year but you've got to be a fan of those teams like i'm not Absolutely. stopping being a fan of my philadelphia teams because just all of a sudden the root for the mariners or the tigers nope. so this is my team yeah you know you just have to like kind of get over the badness of the team. Like your Tigers aren't very good right now, but Spencer Torkelson is going to be really good, man. And you have Looks good like young pitching. Good. Yeah, I'm no, really excited Manning. about Spencer Torkelson. I'm also excited, different sport, Cade Cunningham, the Detroit Pistons, getting the first overall pick in the NBA draft. That's I'm right. excited about that. So Lottery was last week, and Cade yeah. Cunningham's really good. You know, I'm excited. He can shoot from the outside. He's going to rebate. He's going to be... <sighs> It's not going to be like, you know, like he's not a point guard. He's not a big. So he's kind of in the middle, but he's going to score like 20 points a game right away. You know, when we get that fantasy basketball podcast, that's uh, right, which we're working on, you know, Andre and I are going to be talking about Cade Cunningham. (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right. People want to hear about baseball. They get tired when I come in the show because we always Uh, talk about non-baseball things. (laughs) You know, I don't even know who's listening today. All right. So ESPN Plus on Monday, June 20th, which is actually a special day for me, my wife and I's anniversary. Um, So Colorado has the first game of the day. Tyler Anderson and Kyle Freeland. You do not want these guys in your fantasy baseball team. We move on. Wade Miley hosts the Phillies. This is a one-game series of makeup. Wade Miley's really good, not just for the no-hitter this year, but he he elicits a lot of soft contact to his infielders. So when they field the ball, he has good numbers. You do not want Spencer Howard. They do not let him go five innings. But Wade Miley is still available in quite a few ESPN leagues. You want him. Detroit's finest, Matt Manning, one of these young right-handed starting pitchers, is going to be really good. At Cleveland, okay. At Cleveland, I can make the case for Matt Manning there. Cleveland doesn't hit very much. And uh, best wishes to Josh Naylor. I don't know if you saw this, Daniel, but yesterday the Cleveland outfielder ran into the second baseman and it looks like he broke his leg and had to be carted off the field and it was ugly and you hate to see any kind of injuries. And and a good young player as well. Um, Kyle Hendricks gets all these wins. He's at at Freddie Peralta. That's one of the games to watch tonight. Freddie Peralta, really good strikeout guy. Um, Anthony Discofani. So the Giants-Dodgers start a series. The best team in baseball, the San Francisco Giants right now, with Gabe Kapler, lots of pitching. And I was looking this up today. They only have three hitters that are rostered in more than 25% of ESPN standard leagues. That's unbelievable. The best team in baseball is doing it all with pitching and guile and balance. And they only have three hitters rostered in more than 25%. Posey, um, Yastrzemski, and the shortstop Crawford. All right, so interesting day of baseball today. Tuesday's slate. 
Oh, there's a game on ESPN, and it's Giants-Dodgers. It's Kevin Gosman, who's been unbelievable. Really should start the All-Star. Well, DeGrom's going to start the All-Star game. But Gosman's numbers are right there with him against Walker Bueller. That's a heavyweight matchup. And, you know, the Dodgers want to win that division to avoid the wildcard game, and they're like four games behind the Giants. Gosman, Bueller, watch that on ESPN. If you've got ESPN Plus, and you really should by now, Arizona-St. Louis a little bit earlier. Caleb Smith, the lefty with strikeouts against Carlos Martinez. Carlos Martinez has been horrible. You did not want him on your fantasy team, even against Arizona. You might be thinking, Eric, oh, come on. Arizona's won like only one of the last 25 road games. I'll use every pitcher against them. No, I would not use Carlos Martinez. He's giving up tons of runs. It's not pretty. Don't use him. Uh, Fulton Nevich at Caprellian is uh, an interesting spelling a pitcher name. Um, I think uh, Fulton Nevich I do not trust in this game. Uh, the whip is a little high this season. Zach D- Davies in his first start after the no-hitter, the combined no-hitters at Milwaukee. Zach Davies has been really good over the past six weeks. Blake Snell at Cincinnati. No, you do not want Blake Snell. Check out the home road splits on Blake Snell, uh, and it's really not pretty. He's only good at home. Doesn't go deep into games. You do not want him on your fantasy team for this week. Obviously, keep him around for the home starts. Now we move on to take a look at Wednesday here and Eric, see what this goes. Can we do this all the time? I just want you to know I love this. The idea of can you just say somebody's name and then just yell yes or no afterwards as to whether or not I should be using them in fantasy? You know what, Daniel? I'm going to do that for Wednesday's slate, okay? Oh, so my gosh. ESP, I'm not going to name every pitcher because some of them are okay, that's Otani that's at fair. Yankee Stadium. Yes, you want Otani. Uh, his opponent, who I will not name because he did something bad, I will not name. You do not want Yankee pitcher for Wednesday. Um, ESPN Plus has Cody Poteet. No. Versus Aaron Nola. Yes. <laughs> Miami <laughs> is in Philadelphia this week. <laughs> How about that? Um, oh, Corbin Martin coming back for Arizona. No, I'm sorry. I liked him like uh, this time last year, but he is – Maybe he's a quad A pitcher. He just needs more work there, but it's not going well. And, and you know what? His opponent, Kwang Hyung Kim, has not pitched well. He has not been efficient. So I'm going to say a no for Kim uh, as well. Corbin Burns, always a yes. Jon Snow. You watch Game of Thrones, don't you, Daniel? Please tell me you do. I watch no. so much Game of Thrones, yes. Uh, yeah, see, you, you have to be. So about two years ago, I mistakenly said John Gray's name as Jon Snow because I was oh. watching Game of Thrones. And you know how I am. I sometimes say the wrong word when I mean something else. That's how we came up with hash browns instead of hashtags. I know what a hashtag yep. is, but for some reason I was hungry on that show and I said <laughs> hash browns. Well, John Gray, the Colorado pitcher, I call him Jon Snow. That's just a thing on the show. I'm sure you're cool with that. But uh, no, by the way, on Jon Snow, you do not want him on your fantasy no team that Jon day. Snow. Definitely a no. Uh, Mike Miner. Um, let's put it this way on Mike Miner. I can't be more thorough in my answer of no here at Fenway Park. Mike Miner over the weekend pitched at Texas against a terrible offensive team, and he managed to give up nine runs, and I lost my head-to-head matchup. I don't mean to yell, but Mike Miner cost me a matchup this week. And, you know, in football, when that happens, you're not when, you're, when your quarterback gives you like three points, or cost you points, it was painful. So I'm a little angry at Mike Miner. I don't want to use him this week. Uh, but you want Luis Garcia. Yes, Luis Garcia, home against Baltimore. Can't get better than that. Um, Carlos Rodon at home against Minnesota. I would use him. Minnesota's not what you think. Nelson Cruz is good. Uh, and then Chris Bassett. I think we have a hash brown coming up a little bit later about Chris Bassett. And by the way, Thursday's slate starts at 1.05 p.m. Eastern time at Yankee Stadium. So the next show, we'll get to that. But you might not be able to listen before the next show. You get you download it. Anyway, um, early slate on Thursday. There is an ESPN game that day. That'll be covered on a later show. 
All right, what else is next here? So we're just moving quite along here. Um, we got through the schedule. Uh, Daniel sang and played some guitar. Oh, we have a little bit of hash browns here. So I picked out three um, from Twitter. And um, let's see if Daniel could answer these. He probably he probably doesn't want to answer these. Um, no, by the way, if you could see us, we're on Squadcast. And a great job by Squadcast on every show. Um, we can see each other. We can hear each other. You guys obviously listening can't see us. But Daniel's tattoos are just magnificent. And the hair. Like, you look good, brother. You look I, good. Thank you. I know I haven't seen you in such a long time because, you know, pandemic and all. But I can't wait yeah. to get back to Bristol, hang out with my pals, including Daniel. Um, Hash Browns. First one is from Rishi. How should we approach Chris Bassett and keeper leagues that use quality starts instead of wins? All right. Good question there by Rishi. Chris Bassett, the uh, the Oakland right-hander, is really good, having a breakout season this year. Kind of broke out last year, but this is even better, and his strikeout rate is fine. And he is good for keeper leagues because Oakland's, Oakland's uh, ballpark is rather large. So he pitches well there. And quality starts, you should all be using quality starts instead of wins anyway. Now, even quality starts for this season are a little bit messed up because they pull pitchers early. But Bassett is good for quality starts. And um, and Oakland's good enough to get wins. So how should we approach him? I, I don't view Bassett as a top 20 starting pitcher, but I would say in the um, 30 to 35 range. He's moved up in my rankings. And uh, his numbers are really good. And I want to make sure I'm not missing anything on Bassett. But I think every, everything jibes here. Like, I like this guy. So in a, now he's not the youngest, okay? He's, um, I think he's about 30, 32. So in a keeper league, you shouldn't be recommending like a guy like that anyway for a five-year plan. But more strikeouts and innings pitch this season, which I did not see coming. Good ERA, good whip, good team, eight wins. He's on his way to like 20 wins, maybe. You know, 18 to 20. I like him. So good question from Rishi. Dan- oh, we have a question from Daniel. Probably not you, Daniel. Probably somebody else. Daniel, what do you, what do you know about Keston Hura, the Brewers? Yeah, he's uh, having a tough season. I know. I mean, listen, it's been tough there in Milwaukee, obviously. Keston, Keston, uh, what was his last name? It's Keston Hura. It's an, it's an odd name. I, I think he's um, a really good young hitter. And- yeah, one of the things I think about him is he's a good young hitter, Eric. I mean, that's one of the things I like about him. He's a good young hitter. I, I think you're doing a great job on, on the analysis there. Um, so Kesson, a tough season for him. He had to get demoted. He's still hitting only 149, but he did have a nice weekend. He had two home runs and five RBI against Colorado's pitching, which is not so great. So Daniel's question is, was that just because of the competition this weekend, or do we like him again? Um, no. I'm going to say this about Kesson Hura. I don't know why he's having such a rough season. Something's messed up in his swing. And, you know, he's not, not the only young player going through struggles. Like the, I see Alec Boma Philadelphia every day. No power whatsoever. Something is amiss with him. And it's kind of the same thing with Hura, who in 2019 had 19 home runs in half a season and batted 303. And since then, he's batting like 175. And this plate discipline, it's really important. So when you're evaluating baseball players and you see somebody who just decided to not take walks anymore and is swinging and missing at so many fastballs as Hura is, it really hurts their numbers. Now, something odd about Hura's numbers, he's batting he's batting 083 against left-handed pitching. That will not continue. He's a right-handed hitter with power. Can't explain that. But I'm going to say this weekend against Colorado was because of Colorado's pitching. So if you have a chance to trade Hura away for more than he is worth, I would actually do that. Because I'm going to say eventually he's going to turn his career around, but I don't think it's going to happen this year. There's a lot of players right now that are dealing with all the fastballs and they can't figure it out right now. And they either have to go to the minors or they have to have their swing redone. Scott King or Philly is another example of a guy who needs his swing redone. So I don't think, you know, Milwaukee needs a first baseman, but I don't know if Hura is going to be it. 
So I would be careful here in, in assuming that he's going to be okay. And looking at Milwaukee's schedule for this week, I don't know. I, I'd be careful here. Milwaukee hosts that the Cubs. That says it all right, Eric. <laughs> the side probably says it all. I, I want to believe because this is a really good young player. was a really good young player, and he's still only 24 years old. But, um, you know, so he's like the same age as Kyle. But still, that's that's not good enough. He's not getting it done. And um, oh, so the other hash brown we have here is from Travis, who tweeted in his entire injury-riddled roster, Trout, Framble Reyes, Alex Bregman, uh, Andrew Benatendi. You know, it's tough. There's a lot of injured players right now in fantasy baseball, and the rosters really aren't big enough to accommodate them all. We've come to the portion of the show where Daniel is yawning. So I, I must be boring, Daniel. <laughs> Stop. That's not true. Usually when the injuries come up, it's because Stefania comes in. So I get to take a break. You know what I mean? I get to sit back for a few minutes. Well, I kind of know what Stefania. I, look, Stefania is so awesome. And I listen to everything that she says that I kind of get a, a, a read on like a new injury. I can tell what she's going to say. I, I never would you know, quote for her. But you know, when she talks about hamstring injuries, quad injury, I know that every injury is a little bit different. There's a general timetable on all these things. And of course, um, you know, when a guy has an injury, he, he is much more at risk for re-injury when he comes back from the first injury. That's one of the things that Stefania you know, preaches here. So like with Mike Trout, we assume he's going to return in about three or four weeks right after the All-Star break, but he's at a huge risk to for, for re-injury there. So I'm a little bit scared of him. So I've seen actually Trout traded in a couple of leagues. So I would say this to, uh, I believe it was uh, Travis who sent in his roster. I know you're waiting for Trout to come back from his calf injury, but I don't think he's going to be playing at 100% even when he comes back because his risk of re-injury, he's not going to steal bases. He wasn't doing that anyway. So, and the Angels are not looking like a playoff team. So what reason would they have to, you know, throw him out there at less than 100%? So, you know, some of the, every injury is different here. Framo Reyes is supposed to be back, I think, before the All-Star break. So that's good. Alex Bregman is after the All-Star break. That was a quad as well. Let me look that up and make sure I get this right. Because I want to I want to make sure that everybody has the answers. Um, it was a quad. Uh, so it's at least a couple of weeks. So Bregman comes back after the All-Star break. Now, something that a lot of uh, real-life teams do is, even though the All-Star break is in like two weeks, they wait until after, even if a guy is going to be ready before that because they give him extra time off. So I think two weeks from today is the home run derby, actually, which is lots of fun. And you know what? Kudos to Trey Mancini of the Baltimore Orioles. I don't know if you know this story, Daniel, but it's a great story. So about a year ago in March, he, um, I was actually at the spring training game, his last spring training game, and nobody knew anything was wrong. And the next day, he wasn't feeling well, got checked out, and they found cancer. Uh, for um, uh, Trey Mancini, and I want to make sure I get it right, which where they found it. And so he missed the season. He was undergoing treatment, and um, it was a malignant tumor in his colon. And we thought, okay, we you know we may not see him play baseball again. He is not only back; he has 14 home runs this season for Baltimore. But the league decided let's give him an offer to play in the home run derby, and he took it. Now, is Trey Mancini winning you fantasy leagues? He's one of those players that you roster in every league. He's helping you out. I couldn't care less what he's doing at the plate. I'm just happy he's playing. I mean, Absolutely. big picture here, right? I mean, a home run is, okay, great. You know, Baltimore wants to win. Your fantasy team wants to win. How about big picture over the last year, Daniel, with the pandemic? I'm just happy this guy's healthy and playing. For all healthy and happy, everything else can be solved. Right? Absolutely. So Trey Mancini on the Orioles, good for you. You know, you're not leading our player radar, but you're on it and you're playing. And I can't wait to watch you in the home run derby two weeks from tonight. Maybe you won't win. Maybe it'll be, Ota I don't even know who's in it. It's off the top of my head. But Otani, I think, I think Vlad turned it down. 
Um, Tatis is definitely not in it. I don't want him risking himself. Um, and we'll get to that in future shows, what the home run derby means for fantasy teams. But I just, I'm so happy that Mancini, that they named it the team. And then two weeks from tomorrow is the all-star game. Then we get a day off in fantasy baseball, two weeks from Wednesday, which we all need. And then the schedule resumes and all that fun stuff. Daniel, um, I'm not sure what else there is to say. I mean, I know you're not a big fantasy baseball guy. It's all football for you and uh, maybe a little hoops as well. I'm into hoops as well. But um, it's been a very interesting baseball season. There's been a lot of negativity, which I'm sure you've seen in the headlines. You know, Mm -hmm. ESPN has to run the headlines. Players getting searched. Max Scherzer dropped his pants last week. He was angry about being searched. You know, and there's, you know, sticky stuff that people are using on baseballs. And actually, the first player got caught yesterday. He's not a fantasy relevant player. It's Hector Santiago of Dave's Mariners. But, um, you know, how, I mean, how can you be such a genius to get caught when everybody's looking out for this? Umpires, players, everybody else. He says he didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. I don't care. It's just that uh, this is, it's, it's annoying, all this stuff. But yeah. I just want to see the, the players play and play hard and the stats and it's all cool. But a season of triumph for a lot of players. And that's yeah. what's been fun in fantasy base, not just Mancini, but the Grom and Ot- what Otani is doing, Daniel, I, I can't even put it into football terms for you. Mm-mm. Like not like nothing like, all right, you know what? The way to put this in football terms for you is that Patrick Mahomes was also playing linebacker. For the was, Chiefs. Yeah. A two-way player. I mean, that's the only way I could equate this. Otani, nobody's done this since Babe Ruth. But it's not just ago. playing linebacker for the Chiefs. It's playing like all-star level linebacker for the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's unreal what he's been able to do. I saw a stat that ESPN put out when they were talking about how many home runs people have uh, with the amount of strikeouts that they have thrown. And in the last, you know, however many years, obviously it's not even close. Babe Ruth is a distant second to, to showing now. So... Yeah. yeah, I mean, Otani's numbers, um, I mean, this is a different game than it was not only 100 years ago, but five years ago. And um, and some of the old baseball players, Hall of Fame baseball players like Mike Schmidt, they don't get it. They blame anal- analytics. Analytics are helpful, okay, if you use them properly. They're not a bad mm-hmm. thing. And, yeah. you know, like what Otani's doing, he hit a home run on Sunday, Daniel, launch angle home run, which I've never seen a home run go higher in the air. And I'm sure there have been. But it was like, and he hit it to the opposite field. This guy can do whatever he wants. <laughs> Pitch, steal bases, hit home runs. He can play the field if they want him to. It's 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 remarkable what he is doing. Um, he's the story of the first half of the season. Every at bat, every time he plays, I got to watch. You know, Doesn't it's it, must watch TV. It just makes the sport so much fun when you have somebody that's so exciting and electrifying to watch. Whether you're a fan of the Mariners or not, like just the idea of being able to to see that, it's always it just feels like it always makes it enjoyable. It sure does. And we're going to end on that positive note. Daniel, what, you still have your guitar. Can you can lead us out here? This is going to be the you first You know what, show. Eric? I do. I'm going to say this really quickly. I saved it for the end because I know you don't like it when I do this. But I started doing podcasting a long time ago. And you guys were one of the first shows that I ever really got to take on. And for those people that are listening, I asked after I had done one of these podcasts. Uh, I worked with Eric for a very short amount of time. If he would write a recommendation to my boss at the time saying how good of a job P.A. Daniel did back then filling in for Pod Vader, I believe that it was. Uh, and Carabelle, because he is the most beautiful, wonderful human being in the world, did that. And Eric, you've always been unbelievably supportive. And I love being able to work with a host that's just as incredible at their job as you are. I don't get to say it very often. I don't mean to make you uncomfortable by doing this on the podcast. However, uh, I love you to death, man. It is so much fun being able to work with you and be able to work alongside of you and and be a part of this ESPN journey with you. And I'm just, I'm so thankful to be able to be here and thank you for the human being that you are and 
helping me along the way here at ESPN. Can we end it on that positive note? Are you okay with that? That's a very positive note. And I want to thank you as well, Daniel. You did a great job today. You do a great job for ESPN and you are a beautiful human being as well. So thank you so much for everything that you do for us. This has been the Fantasy Focus Baseball for Monday, June 28th. Fantasy Focus Baseball presented by LinkedIn Jobs. For everybody that makes this show sing, not just Daniel and Kyle, but Tristan and I and everybody else and all you, you that download and listen to our show, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening and please have an awesome and safe week. Everybody's awesome! Do you guys still do that? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs>